Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Now it's our time to talk to KCBS insider Phil Matier. Phil joins us live on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline. The line of people wanting to pay their respect to U.S. Senator Dianne Feinstein is wrapped around San Francisco City Hall this hour. That is where her body is lying in state. It's an appropriate place given that the senator got her start in politics at City Hall in San Francisco, first as a supervisor, then mayor. She also built up many connections with other political leaders and families in the Bay Area. So, Phil, uh, her influence goes far and wide. Let's go over some of those connections and some of the changes that uh, it really kind of forged a, a different kind of government in San Francisco. And in the state. I mean, Diane Feinstein was sort of the, the big sister of the uh, San Francisco political machine. She wasn't necessarily a part of it, but she had an influence all over it, but mostly on the personal level. I mean, she could pick up the phone and did pick up the phone with Jerry Brown, who she often thought of as sort of a, a younger brother who needed to get his head straight, especially in his earlier years. But they had a working relationship that went all the way to the end. Willie Brown, she always looked at him as sort of a rascalian, but they could cook up some things together. Gavin Newsom looked at her as sort of his political aunt and with good reason. You know, she really helped him out. And Nancy Pelosi was sort of like her political sister. As a matter of fact, it was Pelosi's brother-in-law, Ron Pelosi, who was a supervisor back with Feinstein when she was a supervisor, who helped support her appointment as mayor. But her connections go even further than that. I will tell you that Diane would all, a lot of times she would be at your back or she would be in front, in your face. It was two different, you know, Diane's could either be really there or really up your, your backside. But she was always fair about it, and she always had a personal touch with San Francisco and with the people of San Francisco. I mean, as a senator, she flew back and was in the front row of the funeral service for uh, police chief Greg Sir's mother. I mean, that was the kind of personal and political touch she exuded all over the city. Did all of those uh, politicos, did they all go through her? I mean, what happened if you didn't? What happened if you weren't her friend? Oh, but you always, it was always better to be Diane's friend, let's get that way, because, you know, she didn't, it wasn't like she was vengeful. I ne- can't recall one time when she ever sort of went after anybody or went for any kind of payback. If, as a matter of fact, she almost had like a, uh, she had a forget, she had a forget and forgive attitude that sometimes could even bug me, because I would constantly remind her of some time somebody put a knife in her back, and she would just go, oh, Phil, that's, that's, they were just being political at that point. But she, uh, she would cross horns with people on issues 
And sometimes they would get personal, but I never can't recall the time when she made it personal. She was always looking for an opening to try to get something done or get some, get some movement there. She got knocked back as many times as she got up. I mean, her legacy in the state is not about she was the first one elected to this, the first one elected to that, the first one elected. It was that she faced all these crises, more crises than, you know, most politicians get in a lifetime. She had, you know, just as being mayor of San Francisco, and then she went on to Washington, but she always stayed in touch with San Francisco, and she always knew, and when she came back here, the first thing she'd always say to me is say, Phil, what's the latest gossip? We'd sit down and we'd go through all the stuff that was going on, and she would just sit there and absorb it all. So you were the source. I love that. KCBS insider Phil Mateer, and Phil's going to be on live again at 7.50 tomorrow morning. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.